G'day, punters. Welcome to the Sydney preview show. Not so much Sydney this week. We're heading up north to Newcastle uh, for the Hunter, for the Spring Stakes as well. It looks a pretty deep card. There's uh, a fair amount of, uh, of horses to get through, that's uh, that's for sure. So we'll be focusing on the quaddy legs. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. Just in terms of uh, punters that may not have spent too much time betting at Newcastle, uh, can you give an overview of your impressions of the track over the years? Um, well, this track's been renovated a few years ago and uh, it's probably the best track in New South Wales, I'd say. It seems to be able to take the rain. Uh, not a lot of buyers. Sometimes the inside does get a little bit off and they start sweeping down the outside, but um, mainly after some little bit of rain. But I think um, with the forecast and the way the track is at the moment that it should race fairly and just about every horse should get their chance. So it's a, it's a great car of racing on a great track. All right, beautiful. Mark Roden, is there any little form factors you look for with horses at Newcastle? Oh, perhaps uh, horses um, who, who want that bigger track, you know, with, with nice long running and big sweeping turns. So perhaps horses that have been unsuited on uh, tighter circuits uh, might get their chance at Newcastle. It is, especially with the rail and the true, it's, you know, I'm not a big fan of get pack horses generally, but the Newcastle and the true is one, one example when they can actually get their chance. All right, excellent. Look, we'll start with race six, which is the Spring Stakes Group Three race. In terms of the market, uh, that will be coming up first of all. Perfect Radiance is the favourite at this stage. Mark Chen, I'll give you the new ball. Uh, did you find anything in race six at all? Look, I'm going for Ellsberg here. Um, he was uh, stepping up from a maiden last start to, to Saturday Cup. He was comprehensively beaten there, but I just think that they, in both his races, they've gone too slow on him, even though he won. And led. I just think he's a much better horse if they let him roll a little bit. And I think from barrier number one, if Robbie Dolan can take the bit between his teeth here, get to the front and ride, um, I think this horse will keep going and uh, I think he'll take plenty of catching. Uh, I think he represents good value around the $556 mark, uh, particularly on an each way basis. Uh, I can't see him missing a hole here. Perfect Radiance is obviously the favourite here, but looks a little bit skinny price wise to me. She has uh, one. Both have starts at Newcastle and probably went back to the worst going at Randwick last start. But uh, And she it is probably looking for the mile, but uh, I just couldn't get her in that short. Yeah, it was, a, I guess, a visually uh, quite an interesting run there from Ellsberg last start. As you said, they went really slow. I think uh, in the end they probably went around 18 or 19 lengths slow to the 600. But it, the horse was headed and managed to fight back really strong going through the line. It was good past the post as well. So I'm with you there with Ellsberg. Uh, Mark Roden, did you find anything in race six? I'm I'm a bit too close to the market actually. I've got perfect radiance on top. I'm am being a bit forgiving um, of that run in what looked like the worst round last mm. start, and um, I think the sixteen hundred will suit her. But I've got it marked over four dollars, so I can't come into it at this sort of price. I think around three ten is the best you can do at the moment, so three twenty perhaps. But um, yeah, that's too short for me. Um, I half found real peace in the Bondi, and I thought he ran really well, but um, uh, he that wasn't a softer track. He did really get every chance. I think the inside was still best uh, at the time the Bondi was run, so I'm just not 100% sure he backs that up, but uh, he's certainly in the race if he can. I've got him level with Ellsberg. We've got them uh, second pick. I think he's certainly looking for 1,600 Ellsberg. The one I think, another one I think is looking for 1,600 is High Supremacy, who I thought was going to be the value in the race. Used um, by Sutherbill out of a high chaparral uh, mare. Um, wasn't overly, didn't look overly impressive last start, but he was only warming up late over 1400 I think 1600 will suit him down to the ground. But um, I think the edge has gone in his price. He was at $13 in bed yesterday, and 
It just looks like that's been cleaned up and he's into much closer to his right price, in my opinion, now. So I've got nowhere to go at this stage. It's going to be dependent on market moves on the day, I think. Yeah. Race seven on the card is over 1,300 metres. It's the Hunter. Another one of these million-dollar races. Uh, the market's wide open, as you can see there. You've got Trumbull and Rainy Edge. Averageism at this early stage. Fiesta Cuba also in the market, but there looks to be a heap of chances here. Uh, Mark Roden, in terms of a speed map, do you have sweet deal leading from Cuba? Uh, I thought Cuba might even press on drawn so wide. Um, and then might, yeah, well, it's those two and uh, special reward not far away. And I think the speed seems to drop off a bit after that. And you're yep. left with horses like perhaps Trumbull if he jumps, and he has been jumping okay, it seems, of late. I imagine they'll try and take a spot with him. Uh, he, he got caught wide last time and got the job done regardless. But if they can get him in somewhere from his wide gate, that'll give him an even better chance. Um, but, yeah, I think it's Cuba's sweet deal special reward. And unless one of those three really wants to take it up and run them along, it probably is a moderate pace. Yeah, I tended to agree there. Mark Sheen, in that point, or in that uh, perspective, did you find something settling on speed in this race, or did you think one of the back markers had the edge? Um, well, I've gone for Rainier. He has got, well, he did get right back at his last start, but um, prior to that, he's, he had raced a little bit closer, uh, particularly one day at Rose Hill, where he won with Hugh Bowman on. He was setting in fourth position. I just thought from that... Uh, Kind of draw than last start. Uh, he got a long way back, and I think that this race was probably the aim, uh, considering that run last time out. Uh, I think from barrier number eight, Collard can give him a smother there. Hopefully they'll roll along a little bit uh, throughout the race. Um, that barrier might be a worry for horses like Fiesta and Asiago. I thought uh, both raced very well through the Melbourne Carnival, but uh, come up with horror draws here, and they'll need a bit of speed on and the race to sort of... Uh, to spread out a little bit so they can try and find a spot in the run. Trumbull, well, if he jumps away, obviously he's, he's flying at the moment. He's tried well since his last win, but uh, I'm with Rainier each way in race number seven. Yeah, uh, wasn't exactly suited there last start either. Mark Roden, uh, did you come up with anything that looks a little bit of overs at this stage? Uh, yeah, I've had to go a little bit wide to do so, though. Um, I lean Trumbull over Rainier, but I think they are the top two. Uh, Trumbull if he jumps, of course, but um, I think they're pretty close to their right prices. Uh, I think Redouble might be the value. Um, he is another one in the category that Mark mentioned, I think, that he's going to need a bit of luck from that gate. I don't think... Uh, well, it's far from ideal, but if he gets any sort of luck at around 20 to 1, I just thought his run in the Kosciuszko was, was really, really good. Um, arguably not in the right part of the track that day. Um, mm. Took a very good uh, mare. Um, it's me to... Um, knock him off on the line, getting a fair bit of weight too. So if, if he can get some sort of run and um, repeat that performance, I think he's over the odds of 20s. There, there are quite a few middle pin chances in the race, but um, yeah, Trumbull over Rainier, Redouble, probably the value for me. Okay, very good. Uh, race eight on the card is over 1,400. It's a benchmark 78, and we've got Straub coming off a couple of trials into this event taking up the market as the favourite. Mark Shan, what was your impression of straw coming into this event? Yeah, well, it was a bit slow off the mark here. I think they put up $8 or $8.50. Um, I've been waiting for a straw off a couple of very good trials that set out in the car park at Gosford there, went round very wide, but um, just I think he's been set for this race, 1,400 metres first up. Uh, 
doesn't carry a lot of conditions, so I think it'll be ready ready to go here. Um, I thought Bright Rubik had some sort of chance at odds, number 12. I think its runs have been better uh, than it reads on paper. It has come up with a bad gate, though. Um, Barry number 14 will come in one with one scratching so far. I thought it was worth a speck at longer odds. Enchanted Hearts racing terrific and come up with a good draw, but I just thought uh, Straub was set for this race and would be hard to beat two wins over 1,400 Newcastle. Mark Roman, it does look like a little bit of a, a setup as Mark Shan just alluded to. It does have the track and distance figures. It recorded a good figure first up last prep. Is it just that obvious or could he give another horse a bit of a, a knockout chance here? No, I'm Straub from Enchanted Heart. I think they're clearly the two and I'd want to back Straub. It's kind of close to the, the, the price, but... Um, I don't think it's huge value. It looks like it might even shorten further, but uh, I want to be on it. I've got it nice. I've actually got it nice with third enchanted heart with a bit of a gap to the others. So it's the way I want to go for all the reason, reasons mentioned. But once they straighten out his, um, her um, problems with the start, she used to miss the start every every time. Once they bind that out, she's really gone from strength to strength. With the only blot on the copybook being the the Kensington failure on a, on a on a wet and absolutely ridiculously biased track as well. So you just Pen that uh, trial sensational. Yep, she looks the one, and I can't really. Nothing at, at, at what you might call value appeals to me, really. So I'll be um, trying to back straw, and the only one I'd save on is Enchanted Heart if the market took a set against it for some reason. But other than that, I'm, it looks a bit thin to me. Yeah, yeah, certainly does appeal that way. Race eight there. Uh, the last on the card is over 1300, it's benchmark 88 through the cracks. That was good there. Last start, uh, it was a horse that Rob Scarry found in the yard, the price, but uh, didn't quite get the, the job done. Um, in terms of the market, it's the current elect from Hilo and Too Big Fari. Mark Sheen, did you? This map to me looks a bit chaotic. Uh, could you find a, a genuine leader? Do you think one of these horses drawn wide and reflectivity or Edison will come across to lead, or do you think Too Big Fari will take it up? Yeah, I think I think he'll go forward on Too Big Fari. He's a bit one pace, so I, I think he'll. Uh probably press on in the early stages there um, and we'll take it up in and up might have to roll forward from a whitish barrier chat um, if it if it starts from 20 might have to to kick up as well it'll come in a few obviously with scratchings but uh, I think you have to be labeled urgent uh, from the start there um, facts and figures probably say Hilo can't win but um, I just think it may have been on, on reflection been on the worst part of the track there at the end of the day and probably ridden a touch too close. So I know the cracks was a very good run, as I, as we mentioned uh, on the review after they clashed last time out. Um, and he's obviously been set for, for this race as well. But uh, I just thought um, probably a little bit better value here, though, and coming up with a little bit better barrier. So seven from nine. I'm not too sure about through the cracks last trial at Gosford. I know he was... He was wide. I just thought he could have trialled a touch better. I thought he trialled better before he ran first up, but maybe I'm reading too much into that. Um, he did have brushing boots on, which I hadn't seen him wear before, so they might have two tonne of lead in the month of choice. I'm with number seven, Hilo. <laughs> Very good. Mark Roden, something the last for yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I wish I hadn't seen that trial. I was, I was the same. I thought it was very plain um and i mentioned I, I saw the i wasn't sure if they're brushing boots or um bandages yeah so if they're brushing boots yeah yeah it was the last thing i looked at was its trial and i was just all set to you know load the cannons and i wish i hadn't seen it it was very ordinary <laughs> but i've still got him on top um if high low i think we'll go better on a dry track as well as uh, possibly being in the worst ground last time 
just getting a little bit deep into the prep, possibly. And if, if all's well with three of the cracks, um, it's, it should have more upside this time in at least. But surely, you know, you, you don't ring James McDonald's manager and say, our horse is going terrible, can you ride it? I mean, it must be going all right. Um, so I'll, I'll go his way from Hilo. Um, it's, a, it's a really good benchmark 88. Too Big Fowry mm. did a great job in the Kosciuszko, unsuited. I didn't think he'd be suited up on a cracking pace in 1200 like that, but he fought on really well. 11-11's got great form. I thought Asharani was terrific in the Ethereum yeah. Hilo race first up. I don't think Barrier One's her go, but she's obviously come back well. Um, Reflectivity's a dry tracker. I don't think he's going to get any map favours. He might not have the quality of some of those others. But yeah, it's a, you know, and Edison, who's all but one in town last start, is going to go around at pretty good odds. It's a really deep benchmark 88, but um, I might just shut my eyes and go through the cracks, I think. All right. Sounds good. Uh, we'll go through if there's any bets, any value, any lay bets that you're having on the card. Just throw them out now. Mark Shan, I'll start with you. Um, well, I think Ellsberg will be hard to beat in that spring stake, so I'm, I'm hoping Robbie Dolan goes to the front from barrier number one and lets him roll and um, and makes it into a bit of a, a bit of a solid test rather than holding up on him and, and waiting for a sprint. So he's my best of the day and looks a very tough meeting, but uh, I think Ellsberg will be hard to beat. All right, very good. Mark Roden, for yourself, do you have a best at this stage? Um, Best at a bit of odds is uh, Spirit Ridge in race five. Only had one start in Australia. One first up on the cap that, on that occasion. He's had a few trials here. Barrier not great, but I think this is um, a very winnable race. And at better than $7, I think I will take the punt. Uh, I'll bet in the highway if uh, this thing, Cecilia, stays under $5. I think it's making the market for about 3 or 4 and that. I think that's a very, very short price. does look like it's starting to... Uh, drift out a bit now, but um, yeah, there are a couple of horses in that race, like Lord Heron, for instance, I thought were over the odds. So hopefully, yeah, Cecilia um, stays short and makes the market for me. All right, very good. Thank you to you both. Uh, now, for those people who would usually jump on board with Rob's scary stuff, he's not going to be on course at Newcastle due to current uh, COVID restrictions for this weekend. Um, he will also be having next week off with the meetings at Wyong and Kembla Grange. So he can freshen up and we'll see him back. I think at Warwick Farm is the, the next meeting around the 23rd of November off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I'll be back on course at Ascot. So if you need some betting intel uh, late into the evening, oh, I can't wait. I'm champing at the bit. I think the weather's probably going to be a bit wet early in the day, but uh, it should fine up in towards the afternoon. So I can't wait to get back on course and see a horse that doesn't have a police officer on board. So first time <laughs> in eight months, I think. Can't wait. But uh, we'll talk about Newcastle on Monday. Thank you to you both. Enjoy the weekend and go well with your punting. See you, boys.